Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, here's how this is going to go. It's high noon in the District of Columbia. It's 10 a.m. on oh no, 9 a.m. I'm going to figure this out before the end of the week, B. I'll probably be back home before I figure it out, but it's 9 a.m. in the city of Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, going forward, we have a bunch of callers on the line to talk about if they feel better after the Dan Quinn presser yesterday. I'm interested in that. I am. But at the same time, we have a dude helping us out here in Vegas. What's my man's name? Jacob? Sounds like Jacob is helping us out. He's a good-looking fellow with kind of long hair. Um, has hair like Bubba Watson. Kind of does. Well, Bubba Watson was just at the DraftKings stage, I guess that is. And I sent Jacob to go see if he could get Bubba Watson to join me and B-Mitch. <laughs> I think the, the, the probability rate of this working is about 5%. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah. But I do want the callers on the line to know, Seth Ruben Royt in the building, I do want the callers on the line to know that if Bubba Watson shows up, we're blowing you off. I'm just, <laughs> just being honest. But until Bubba Watson shows up, we're taking the calls. Um <laughs> We will start with my guy, Steve, in Silver Spring. What up, Steve? Steve, do you feel better about Dan Quinn after yesterday's presser? Yes, I do. Why? Um, I, feel, I feel better about Dan. I don't like the high, the offensive coordinator. I knew that the enemy wasn't going to get the job. Uh, just like from what Brian was just saying, that, you know, guys come in, they want to bring in their own people. Because if you bring in your own people and it don't work, at least you went down with your own ship. So I, I, I totally understand that. BNME got a bad – he got a, he came into a bad situation. He had no offensive line, rookie quarterback, bad leadership. It was a mess. So he had no shot. Um, but at the same time, I don't like the Kingsbury hire. I would have thought they probably would have went after somebody maybe a little bit more. If you, if you look at what Cl- uh, Cliff Kingsbury did in Arizona, um, all they did was throw the ball all over the field. And based on what he had in Kyler Murray, uh, I don't see that. I definitely see them drafting a quarterback. I don't see how with none of those traits with the kind of offense that he ran in Arizona. I think I don't see it. I think they're drafting a quarterback whether they hired Cliff Kingsbury or whoever. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a quarterback no matter what. I, I don't necessarily love the Kingsbury hire, but what I like and what I said throughout this process is I need somebody that speaks quarterback and will devote themselves to the quarterback position to develop this young kid. I do think Kingsbury is that guy. He's a whisperer. Yeah. I, I We'll see what the offense looks like, but whoever they're drafting, whether it's Caleb, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Drake May, that kid's probably going to stink their rookie year. The, the overwhelming odds, like just – 
just like we're probably not getting Bubba Watson, the odds of that kid coming in and performing like C.J. Stroud are pretty bad, right? <laughs> yeah. So you need somebody that can get that young man through that period. Thank you for the call, Steve. Um, let's go to Paul in D.C. Paul. Paul, how you feeling about Dan Quinn, dude? Man, look, first of all, uh, I just want to say, B. Mitch, I appreciate you so much, man. Um, I called the junkies yesterday and let them know the bad deal that Eric Bieniemy got. And so it's refreshing to know that truth tellers and people with good perspective are on the radio giving the fans all perspectives instead of just one perspective. So I do appreciate you. Because, JP, I know earlier in the broadcast you said that it doesn't matter how we got here. But for a young man, for a brother like Eric Bieniemy, it does matter because he didn't have a, a fair shake. With that being said, I'm cool with the hire of Dan Quinn. But uh, the Cliff uh, Clingsbury hire was suspect to me because just like the previous caller said, he didn't really wow people in Arizona. He hasn't really been that type of person. And for you to hire him and Eric Bieniemy only had one year, right, with a rookie quarterback for the most part, a suspect offensive line. And I would dare to say when he took the job, they pretty much told him this is Sam Howell's going to be your dude. And, JP, you know from the, the training camp uh, reports that you gave from the preseason, you were saying that J- Jacoby Brissett was the better quarterback and had not, the better uh, – Not in camp. Brissett wasn't – neither of them were particularly impressive during camp, frankly. Um, and I think – we maybe didn't get to see Jacoby with the first team. Like, that may have changed things. But it wasn't in camp. There, there was not a scenario where, oh, my God, Sam's awful, Jacoby's great, you got to make a change. Yeah, but I just wanted to reiterate what Brian was saying, that when Jacoby came in, you saw how the offense should have looked. And so, with that being said, I hope Burr get another position, another job. I respect the brother. He's a good man. He's a decent man, regardless of what the players say. And some people don't like to be coached hard, and that's unfair to him because he's a damn good coach. When right. do you, so you said that I'm saying, you know, how we arrived here no longer matters. When do you get to that point, or, or do you not? No, what I'm saying is I get what you're saying. The past is the past. You have to look to the future. But and with all due respect, as we are in Black History Month, for us, and the coaches so that do you think it was racial that got EB fired? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is perspectives matter. It's not about racism. Okay. It's about perspective matters. I can hear and that. B. Mitch is giving you the whole picture on how we feel about how this young man was treated in regards to his position, right? If you get beat out because somebody's better than you, so be it. But if you're getting beat out because of, you know, backroom deals or – undercutting, you but know, Ron Rivera undercutted that man right Hang on. Here's the other, only my, – my counter to that, a year prior, Scott Turner, who was also undercut by Ron, got fired because the offense just wasn't good enough. He had three years to prove himself, though. He had three years to prove himself. Fair, but – the enemy won. But, I, but you've got to also be cognizant that there's an entire change yeah, of the whole building. Staff. That's, it's a whole that's a different yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. I get that. And that's why I said I'm cool. But I'm just saying, like, the perspective that's going out there, some the, the narrative that's going out there is Eric enemy was trash and he didn't do this and his offense was weak. But that wasn't the case. The I offense think, wasn't being run properly as it should have been. I think, there, I think multiple things can be true. The offense wasn't good. Now maybe he didn't he didn't get a fair shot. All those other things could be true too. But the offense wasn't good. Like we got to at least accept that what we saw on the field wasn't good. 
And right, the, because the of who was playing, who was playing in the offense. Jacoby I, came in, he looked good. The offense went up and down. Just like Brian said earlier, he told you earlier, that offense requires for you to know where you got to go and not hesitate, right? And Jacoby showed you that. In a very small sample, he did. Thank you for the call. I appreciate your perspective. I do try to be cognizant, especially with EB, that I'm a 42-year-old white dude and my perspectives are framed by that. And I think trying to, like, accept that and look around the full picture – but I would also add, like, I was there every day and saw that maybe all the problems started with Ron, but there were a lot of problems floating around by the end of the year. And mm-hmm. and I think when you get to this point, of course they're going to overhaul everything. They went 4-13 and and had the 25th-ranked offense in the NFL. Like, of course they're going to overhaul everything. Um, we'll keep the phone lines going about if you're happier now with Dan Quinn than you were a day ago. Let's go to Bird in Ashburn. Hey, what's up, fan? What's up? What's up, what's up brother? Listen, I um, I, I want to stay on topic what you guys were saying, but I, I'm so sick of hearing not a fair shake, this and that. You know, Eric B. Enemy is my frat brother, and, and I'm I'm and I'm pro Eric B. Enemy, but at the same time, during the course of a year. He never adjusted to what he he had in, in, in the cupboard. You know, he didn't adjust to the ingredients. He stuck with what he was accustomed of doing in, in, in KC. And he had none of those ingredients. So that being said, I'm like, a new regime, it was only befitting that they were moving on to what, what um, you know, they, they were trying to establish – in a new culture and, and trying to achieve success. That being said, we can't browbeat or bash um, Dan Quinn. He's supposed to get comfortable with and who he feels like will help him succeed. And second time around, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, the Ben Johnson and everything, but Eric Bieniemy, when he was given the first opportunity, he did not interview well as, as, you know, as far as what the the information that was put out there um, was circulating. So, and they're saying the same thing in, in certain respects with Ben Johnson. Man, trust the regime. We, we, we've, been, we've been cheated on as fans so long that we don't even trust or, or give a chance to anybody who, who, who is courting us or who else comes along. Man, trust the process. That's all we have. We're, we're, I, I, we should be optimistic with what we have and, and going forward and just trust that the powers to be, we got our GM, trust what the powers to be um, are, are putting in place and, and let it ride out. Stop brow bashing and, and undermining and really not even giving Dan Quinn an opportunity to establish a good foundation. See, in my mind, my mindset is right where you just stated that because I think that we are so just like if you go in a new relationship, you're still worried about what the other person did. You gotta sometimes start looking at what the people that you're with right now are doing. And I believe that we were so happy about the new ownership, we were happy as hell about the general manager, and then now we question everything that they do. Allow them to do their job, and if things aren't working, then a year or two down the road, then you have a right to say something. But right now, at least you gotta just. Pause and give them an opportunity. Hit them with the pause. I think 
<clears throat> Landville, did we ever settle <clears throat> how many times culture was said yesterday? Uh, I was three. So I won that bet. And, and, and I asked that question because I don't want to hear about culture anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I have two other things I don't want to hear about anymore. What else? Ben Johnson and Eric Bieniemy. Like, hey. like neither it's of them. Not, neither of them are here. Neither of them are here, but they're going to be there. And I think the ultimate thing is that's why I don't like to play things up too much or play them down too much because I like to go down the middle of the road because ultimately people are going to leave. And like the Ben Johnson thing at first, and I was like, does it have to be him? Because <laughs> Things change. I think when we get on the radio and when people call in, we act as if the person that we're talking about doesn't have a decision, you know, or doesn't have a choice in what they want to do. He could have come here and we gave everything he wanted. He could have decided to go somewhere else, you know. But the ultimate thing is now you're moving forward uh, and you got people in place. We can hold Cliff Kingsbury to the fire. We sure. can hold Dan Quinn to the fire. We can hold Whit to, Witt, the fire. Yeah. Witt to the fire. We can hold Josh Harris and his crew to the fire. But ultimately, we cannot judge them based off of Dan's BS, Ron's stuff, and all that that happened before. I, right. Like, Ron didn't work out very well in D.C. I think he annoyed a lot of people over the years, right? Because yeah. of there was a little bit of, like, holier-than-thou with, with, with Ron. And I think Dan just seems like a dude that wants to crush Coors Lights and coach football. Like, I, there's not a lot of... Go over to the Stellas with me, uh, Dan. Whatever he prefers. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get him a bottle of Scotty's. Coors Light is not the good one to have in the uh, repertoire right now. It's in the media too much. No, I think that's... Let's not go down this No, I'm just saying that that was Mr. Mahomes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is a tough look to get pulled over with a can of beer in the car. Yeah. Um, I think... I, Landini, am I speaking crazy... I just like if we're if we're opening a segment that is, do you feel better about Dan Quinn today than you did yesterday? And people want to call in and talk about Ben Johnson and Eric Bieniemy. I think they're just missing the boat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like people who still want to talk about Jay Gruden and RG three. Like I, I, I'd rather do anything else in the world than that. <laughs> right? Like, was Kirk better than Robert? Who cares? And also, obviously. Hey, both of them aren't here. Right. Right. Like, I uh, I don't know. It, honestly, I put it in the same category as the damn graphic that shows that Mike McDaniel and Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan were on the 2013 staff in Washington. Now, I do kind of like that graphic, and that's actually the reason I was hoping Bobby Sloak would get a head coaching job, just so we could twist the knife a little bit more. But see, this is the thing about it, though. People show those people on that graphic did. I would ask everybody the question, did any one of those guys, were any one of those guys? They were 3-13. and 13. No, They were 3-13, and, 13 and they, none of them were ready to be a head coach at that moment. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So, it, it, listen, we could go back and grab pictures of when you and I were young kids, and we could be sitting at a certain school and, I was very and, and try to make that into that's the reason. It's not the reason because ultimately you had to grow. <laughs> Hell, you don't stay where you are. And all those people that were sitting there, you know, it's just – None of those guys were they asking to become something on, or another. Uh, totally. And, and I think it's just silly that we all get caught up in, in what was or wasn't, and none of it was. Um, real quick, this is my guy, Jake. Say hello. Hey, what's going 
going on, everybody? Jacob Roach here on Radio Row. What up, Jake? Jake is helping us, uh, the fan and 980, throughout the week booking guests. And we sent Jake on a straight-up goose chase to go get <laughs> Bubba Watson. Oh, straight-up wild goose chase. <laughs> who I'm confident was being paid handsomely to do that DraftKings oh, yeah. appearance. Oh, yeah. So how'd it go on the Bubba Watson? How well, much y'all giving? <laughs> you know, he gave me a little love. He was, he was down to play. But then his people stepped in. The damn they said, uh, the people said, Bubba, you're not getting paid today. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he, here's what also shows that Bubba's a pro is, you know, the truth is he was not down to come on. <laughs> but he pretends to be down to come on, so he looks cool. And there's a reason these PR people get paid a lot of money. It's because they are happy to be the jerk. Yep. Someone has to be the bad guy. All right. So who's our next target, Jake? Well, let's uh, see you. <laughs> Um, I, B, you've already got me booked, buddy. <laughs> but we're paying you. <laughs> now, um, who do you see, AD? I can't hear you, buddy. Eh, I, I don't want to be a jerk, but that doesn't really move the needle for me. Um, <laughs> Bubba Watson got a green jacket. That moves the needle. That's pretty big. Coach Billy has a Super Bowl ring. So do you. Yeah, but you get a coach that run, you can tell you how to win. Sure. You want to try to track down great, Coach Billy? Great defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got him. All right. All right, Jacob is now 0 for 1. Um, <laughs> ah, that's a wash. We, we, we sent you up against Pedro in his prime. Yeah. And, and you had just been called up from, from high single A. Flips so happened. Flips happened. That was, listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that was a tough matchup. You were a third string rookie left tackle going against LT right there. But we're going to recalibrate, as, as Dan Quinn likes to say, we're going to recalibrate. We're going to find true north and uh, – we also have a bunch of guests, but you go see if you get Billick for <laughs> what would be 10.30 Got on it. time. Got it. All right. 57 minutes of recalibration. All right. Jake is back. He's back in business. Derek Stevens <laughs> joins us next. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrated from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Fans who have so many ways for you to end the season with the W or one, W, two, three, however many you want to go. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Brian to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel. An official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old, the president of Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non withdrawable bonus bet that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gambler. B. Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan, live out in Las Vegas, baby. Radio Row, Super Bowl 58 in Vegas. Niners Chiefs going to be a show. Uh, right now, we're excited to welcome back to the program Derek Stevens, the owner and CEO of Circa Resort, the D, the Golden Gate. Uh, have you ever been to Stadium Swim or seen pictures of Stadium Swim at the Circa in Vegas? This is the man behind it. Derek, what up, dude? Thanks for joining us. Hey, great to see you here. Wow, what a setup you got here in Radio Row. I love it, man. That's great. <laughs> So are, are you a Vegas lifer? Are you born and raised out here? No, no. I came out here like I came out here 18 years ago, so I've been out here for a while. But uh, I'm originally from Detroit. Is it wild? Never left, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is it in the – so you've been here about 20 years. Yeah. Think about how much the world has changed in those 20 years where the, the NFL even mentioning the word Las Vegas was taboo. For right. so long, and now they're now hosting they, a Super here. Bowl here. Yeah. I mean, when I came out here, I, I actually, one of my first investments was I bought the AAA baseball team out here. Mm-hmm. And I remember all of the signage we had to put up. You know, any, Are they the 51s or yeah, something? Yeah, the okay. Las Vegas 51s. And, and all of the... All of the meetings, locker room meetings, everything else, you know, any talk of gambling uh, was, was uh, you know, really taboo. And then, and, then, uh, and then you think about, you know, even 10 years ago, people would ask, you think the NFL will ever come out here? And, uh, and you know, I always thought that sports gambling was a good thing. I mean, it's good for, it's good for players. It's good for teams. It's good for it's good for leagues. It's good for franchises. It's good for media. It's more and, uh, and 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 when you say it's good, you mean more interest, more eyeballs? Yeah, more interest, more eyeballs. It allows it allows for uh, bigger bigger sports contracts to get paid to the leagues, which then goes to the players. It just it elevates sports. And I think and I think as a fan, I think we all understand if you get a couple bucks on a game, you're going to have a little more interest in, in yeah. watching the game. When you look at the sports gambling, it's also brought a lot of people to the to the game that wouldn't ordinarily pay attention to it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and the, the NFL cares about faces and, and numbers. Yeah, I mean, you think about, I mean, you know, the, the, when, when fantasy football became a little more prolific, more people started paying attention. I mean, right now, right now we got we've got a phenomenon called Taylor Swift that's bringing more people to the game. <laughs> you got it. And I think I think right now what we're sitting in right here at Media Row here today. There's something going on that I think we're going to be able to talk about down the road. This is effectively the kickoff of NFL becoming an international brand. This is, I mean, we saw yesterday what's coming out. First game ever going to happen in Brazil. Brazil, We got the games going off in in Germany. We got games going to the U.K. But this is the launching pad for, for the NFL really 
to come on and, and, and go after English Premier League and go after, you know, some of these big, big leagues uh, uh, that are out there. So I think they're using um, uh, Las Vegas as a real real, uh, real, real uh, uh, starting point to really make the NFL far more international and continue to grow this fan base. I know people talk a lot about New York, but, hell, Las Vegas is international. You, you totally in and out. Of this place, you, you all probably the time. know that. What's the percentage of international tourists in Vegas? Uh, in, in Vegas, if you like, we don't really include Canada because they're here all the time. <laughs> sure. But but if you include Canada, Mexico, uh, you, you're looking at about a quarter a quarter of all the visitation comes wow. internationally. Think about Vegas gonna did, did over 50 million visitors this year. That's well, crazy. Where, where I'm at on Fremont Street, a lot of people don't know this, but on Fremont Street. Uh, we'll do 25 million people. It's the second most visited tourist destination in America Dang. after what? Times Square. Wow. Times Square is number one. Fremont Street is number two Dang. in downtown Vegas. That's why, that's why I love building Circuit right there. Right, it's right, right, right. A lot of people. What's crazy about Fremont Street is people come to Vegas, they do the strip, and then they go to Fremont. But there's so much... I, I doubt this is why they call it, but there's like free entertainment just on the street. Like you don't have to gamble. You don't. I mean, I'm sure you love people coming inside your place, but you can just walk up and down the street, and there's bands and like weird magicians and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's we've kinda got like Bourbon Street. We've got entertainment uh, three different stages, seven nights a week. It's all free, uh, you know. But here's the gaff. You know, we all have bars outside, and we are in a desert. So whether you drink beer, whether you drink an oversized uh, yeah. Slurpee, or uh, you just want a water, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to get a drink. Yeah. So uh, no, it's just a lot of fun. This is an adult uh, an adult Disneyland out here. One thing I want to get into Super Bowl stuff, but I've, I've been curious about this. As gambling, I mean sports betting now, everybody's doing it on their phone in probably 30 states or something. Um, there's casinos seemingly everywhere now. And yet Vegas keeps growing. It's almost like more interest in gambling across the country makes more people want to come here. Absolutely. Well, you know, when when, uh, when the Supreme Court ruled, um, you know, overruled PASPA, a lot of people came up and asked me, they said, oh, are you afraid this is going to hurt Las Vegas? Are you afraid this is going to hurt your, 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 your business in, in, in sports betting? And I said, no, not at all, because really what it's going to do it's going to get more people started with New Jersey, and now we're up to, what, 38 states. Now there's just a lot more discussion about it. Now no, now people are willing to talk about a point spread in advance and, and things like that and, and on air. And what that's going to do, that's going to create more interest in a line, more interest, more opinions. And and from um, the perspective of running a sports book, you want people to have opinions. And when that happens, people are going to make their bets in their home state. But eventually, they're going to want to come out to Mecca. They're going to want to come out to Las sure. Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why at Circuit we built the world's largest sports book. It's unbelievable. You know, I mean, we both only, the inside and the outside. <laughs> I mean, we did it for the reason that we did it for the reason that we figured that you know, no matter what state you're visiting Las Vegas from, whether you're here on business or whether you're here on pleasure, uh, you know, you're going if you're a sports fan, you're going to want to come and see the world's largest sports book. You know, there's a lot of things to come and see in Vegas, so we're kind of targeting those sports fans. There's beaches in a lot of places in the United States, but I'd rather go to the Bahamas than go to the places <laughs> like that. People keep going to Miami. Right. We're going to yeah. Miami, Dominican, Hawaii. That's why they come to Vegas. Right. right. It's the Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. My dad was in the bar business, and every time a new bar opened, people were like, oh, Jimmy, are you worried? He's like, no, the more bars means more people, and they'll come to all the spots. Like a rising tide, right? That's right. That's exactly it. That's um, exactly it. Talking with Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, the man behind Circa Swim. If you've never been, you're missing out. I, I can only, 
like a college football Saturday in October when the weather out here is perfect. It, it was a it was a very very cool afternoon we spent out there. Um, you're from Detroit. Are you a Lions fan? I am a diehard Lions fan. What did you think of that Lions Niners NFC title game? It was uh, it was a gut wrenching game for me <laughs> in my in my uh, my sports sports fandom uh, career. Uh, it was the most gut wrenching game of my of my lifetime. Um, at any point, did you want him to kick when he went for it? <laughs> uh, you know, everybody's asking about that, but you know. I'm not one of those guys that's going to question this. I mean, you know, you got you've got the emotion of the game. Sure, there's a lot of other elements. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you can't eliminate field goals. You still got to be able to kick field goals, but you also got to realize field goals aren't a gimme anymore either. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, when you got a, when you got a coach that's run his whole season where he's gonna where he's gonna run through brick walls and and he's got a team behind him like that, and then the way they dominated that first half, uh, you can't question a call like that. I mean. I mean that's just that's just you know you know second guessing is just just that you know you, you can't you can't quite just you can't question the decision because the way the outcome happened, um, you know I, obviously I, I think a bigger bigger element in the game was a couple of drop passes. Sure. Now I mean that's just that's just what it is is a drop pass. But uh, but boy do those those change the dynamics of the game significantly. I agree with you. So we're obviously broadcasting in Washington. People listen all over, but mm-hmm. DC's our base and there was a lot of talk of the Commanders trying to get Ben Johnson, yeah. the Lions uh, offense coordinator. Um, it obviously went kind of sideways. There's definitely a game of he said he said going on about how and why yeah. it went sideways. Um, what do you think though of Dan Campbell and his ability for whatever reason for coaches to want to stay there? Well, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's I don't think it's just coaches. I, I think you're right about that, but it's also the players. I mean, I mean, I mean. Think. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. I mean, would you like to? Would you like to play for a guy like Dan Campbell? Oh yeah. You said that yeah. during the hard knocks. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, you know, because I want a coach who's going to live what we're living, and I think Dan does that, and he can he can ignite. You see those guys? Yeah. They absolutely love playing for him. They follow everything he's saying. Many people always talk to, tell me about X's and O's. I don't care about that. I care about can a guy make me do something I don't want to do? Yeah, and he can. So I mean, there's a guy in Detroit now. Now he used to he used to be a little more prolific. Now he's a little bit more behind the scenes, but you would know him well. Old fifty four, Chris Spielman. Yeah, Spielman. Spielman had had a little has a little bit of that persona. Uh, he's the connection between the ownership and the Ford family to Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. and 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 I think they share some of the similarities in the way they would look at yeah. how, how they build the team. And then uh, I, I think it's gone that way. So, yeah, from, from a, a Detroit fan, they like it. And from a Detroit fan, I'll say I don't have any idea what happened with Ben Johnson, but I'm a, I am very, very excited yeah. about the fact it did. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing, <laughs> I, a couple days later, I'm doing, I'm doing a, a show on VEASAN over at Circa, and we're announcing that Kingsbury go, is going to be the new offense coordinator. I wake up the next day, and he's in Washington. Right. He was going to be so, in Vegas with the Raiders, yeah. right? It's been, I just read a thing. Magic Johnson was influential in changing that. Yeah, I, I really. Read, I heard yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, let's get to this weekend. Obviously, I mean, the eyes of the world. Super Bowl Fifty Eight, Chiefs Niners. What is by now? I mean, we are. I'd say ten years, five years, whatever we are into the legalized sports betting world, right? So the the Super Bowl in Vegas has been huge forever. What is it like? Action-wise, now hosting a Super Bowl. Well, a couple things. Um, 
I think to say, will this Super Bowl be the most bet Super Bowl in Vegas or not? I think it's too early to tell right now. I would say, I mean, for, Super Bowl has been sold out in Vegas for 40 years. So what's different this year is the fact with the game here, it's changed the dynamic earlier in the week. Yeah. You know, where hotel rooms are sold out on Mondays, and we have an event Monday. We have, I mean, at our hotel, we've got five separate five separate. Uh, Pretty big time cocktail parties and events tonight. Wow, a lot, a lot of We're hall available. of famers. What? We're available. There we go. I love it. I love it. I, I think a lot, a lot of your compatriots uh, are going to be there. We, we got a lot of we, we've got a, you know, a pairings party for a golf tournament for a bunch of NFL hall of famers. We got a hockey thing. We got so what it's done is it's created this vibe in Vegas where Vegas always attracts uh, celebrities and athletes, and it just just really adds to this this period from like let's say monday through friday and then and then come the weekend then you know you got a lot of the big gamblers coming into town and all that so it just extends it i mean yeah. this is i think what the nfl wants they, i mean super bowl is not a not a day super bowl is now it's effectively a uh eight nine ten day sure. ten day deal and this is a cultural it is uh, cultural element of of america of americana it's time know. it's time they make monday after the super bowl a holiday too I think when they – It effectively <laughs> is. You're right. You're right. When, when they get to the 18-game schedule, which is coming, that will create – that will bump Super Bowl weekend to President's Day weekend, which just hurry up and do it because we all know it's coming. Um, but you're right on that one, B, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So where have you seen – and I don't know if you're able to disclose this or whatever – actual betting action for the game. Um, where's the money at? How much is it – do the tickets match up with the money count? Yeah, so, so, so far – so far, uh, now, now, seeing as it's the Tuesday before, I can tell you 90% of the money hasn't shown up yet. So we're looking at effectively a pretty small sample size. But we've seen more Chiefs money than we've seen Niner money. We've seen more Chiefs, Chiefs tickets than Niner tickets so far. Um, so that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at at, at at this point. I would say... Based upon a number of uh, number of things that we see, the number of Chiefs fan groups coming in, and uh, this general thought on Mahomes and Kelsey and the Taylor, Taylor Swift is, has an impact on this. Uh, I got a feeling the house is going to be needing the 49ers come kickoff. Would be my guess. I, I got you. What What's the average ticket at your place? I mean, circa for those that don't know circa. It is for real for people that are really into sports betting. It is it is probably top of the list because you've got the biggest book, you've got Circus Swim. I know you run the Survivor Contest, yeah. the Millionaires Contest, all that stuff. What is the average ticket for this weekend? Hundred bucks, twenty bucks, a thousand dollars? Yeah, I mean the one thing about Circus Sports is I uh, because you got I, real players. I would tell you we're gonna we would have the highest average ticket price of, of any sports book out there I believe by it. a long shot. By a long shot, definitely three digits. Uh, it's um, you know we're gonna do we're gonna do a handful of uh, the five dollar stuff, but we get hammered with so many hundred thousand dollar bets mm. that uh, it, it ups the average pretty quick here. What you start? So that's where JP puts his money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I like to bet, but I, I don't have that. Um, like people need to know that it's not. Five dollar play is going on at your place. It's the real. Yeah, deal. we take we we're, that's kind of what we're known for. We take we take some big action. I expect to have some half a million dollar action and uh, a lot of six figure bets here. So, um, you know, that's why I think uh, that's why I think when you ask like which way the money's coming, it's all going to come in a little bit later. Yeah, I believe it, Derek. <laughs> I know you got a, a lot going on. Um, is there anything you want people to come check out this week at Circa? 
or any of your spots. I would just say come come check out Stadium Swim. Great place to go out and watch games. What do you do when the weather's kind of like this? Just turn the heat up in those pools? Yeah, we're open 365. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> hey, a warm, hey, drop some warm water. Yeah. You're going you to watch an East Coast NBA game? No problem. Games at 4 o'clock. You want to watch the Laker game? No problem. Games at 7 o'clock. Maybe we should get Temperature's 98 degrees. <laughs> we should get our swim trunks on and go watch the Caps at 4 o'clock. It wouldn't be a bad way to spend the afternoon. Yeah, then I would say one other thing, man. It would be loved, I'd love to have somebody from D.C. cash in Circa Millions or Circa Survivor next year. Oh, man. Man, we'd love to, we'd love to get, get a few more people yeah. from D.C. out and participate in these contests. And for you guys, if nothing else, it gives you a whole lot of content to talk about. Go. For sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey, yeah, guys, man. thanks a lot. Happy Appreciate Super you, Bowl. Great right, to bro. see you. Too, Derek, thanks, man. Good to see you Thank again. you. All right, take care. That's our guy, Derek Stevens. Nicky Job. Bala is going to join us either in person or from Chiefs practice. We're going to find I that just out. Saw here. Walking. Yeah, we're going to find that out. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. B. Mitchell Finley live in Las Vegas, Radio Row, ahead of Niners Chiefs this weekend, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. You get all your big game coverage on 1067 The Fan, presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Check them out, solostove.com. I've got a solo stove. Ryan should get one. Let's find out if our next guest, Nikki Jabala, has a solo stove. Nikki, do you have a solo stove? I don't believe so. Are you aware of what a solo stove is? No. It's a, uh, can you not hear? No. Okay. It's an outdoor fire pit. I have a fire pit. Okay. That doesn't have smoke. But it's. It It doesn't have smoke. You might have a a solo stove. It's like a gas fire pit. Okay. That's not a fire pit. Don't say that. If it's gas, it's not a fire pit. It's a fire pit. Is it outdoors? Yes. Are you sure you don't have a fireplace? I bought it at Home Depot. <laughs> no, you got, it's you, a fire you, pit. You got gas fire pits. Is it outside? Yeah. Is it propane? Propane, yeah. Okay. I, I'm. Don't don't knock my a fire, fire pit. pit. I felt really good about you it. You think when that I counts it. as a fire pit? Yes, yeah, fire in the pit. See? No, it's a it's. I I think it needs to be wood to qualify as a fire pit. Now, it Nonsense. Warms, it warms you up, brother. Yeah, it's fire in a pit. All right. It's a fire pit. When I went out to Bandon Dunes, they had one about 8 to 10 feet, a big circle. Yeah. Okay, it's fire pit. Landfill, can you connect Nikki with the solo stove people, and we'll get this all taken care of? Sure. All right, we're on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were just telling us about a million coaching updates. Um, okay, we're, we're not going to talk about those on air. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, they're going through the process right now of DQ's meeting with all the current guys. And, yeah, so they're they're – moving quickly to form the staff so guys will be let go guys have been let go and they're kind of considering you know some of the the new coordinators are going to want to bring in some of their guys so that's what they're going through right now i think it's important to note too that most position coaches get two-year deals yes and so two years with a rollover there's always options and stuff but like a lot of this since we're not saying things on air i think a lot of people have already started calling other people about their next job. Correct. And yes. that is normal in the NFL. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's normal in life. You know you, if you know you you're going to be like, oh. Moving, yeah. You're like, I need a job. Yeah, if you know you're going to be like, oh, shoot, I, everybody does that, right? I mean, you think, don't wait till they tell you. Yeah. Think about teams. Think about the Saints who were in the playoff hunt till the last game of the year, retained their head coach, but I think they've changed both coordinators or at yeah. least their OC. Yeah. Everybody on that New Orleans staff is calling people. Right. Yeah. Like, right. And they should. I mean, around the league, this is Tampa. Everybody in Tampa's calling somebody because right. the OC just flipped. They don't know. I'm sure they've made their hire, but like this is kind of the normal process. Um, yeah, 
And they're, they're, I mean, some of the, the guys that still have a good bit of time remaining on the contracts are obvious, like Tavita Pritchard, Bobby Ingram, guys that are recent hires. I, I mean, I would... I wouldn't be surprised if they stay. I'll just say that. Sure. Yeah. But we'll see. It all depends on what Cliff wants and what Dan wants um, right. on their new staff. Yeah, definitely. Right. And don't be surprised by any overhaul when a team goes 4-13. and 13. At all. Correct. Like, yes. At all. Like, Correct. It's a bottom line right. business, man. And that's, you know, and this, I hate to bring this up, but, like, that's with Eric Bieniemy. Like, they went 4-13. and 13. That's the bottom line with that. You know, had they knocked it out of the park, had they mm-hmm. had a really exceptional offense but lagged on defense and couldn't get it going, I think it would have been a very different story. But they went 4-13, and 13 and we yeah. know what they were on offense. Yeah. Um, so, yesterday we did a segment earlier where we kind of took calls. I, I contend whatever you thought of the Dan Quinn hire yesterday, you should feel a little bit better about it today. I think you could see – his energy and his infectious enthusiasm. What did you think of Quinn yesterday? Uh, he had me when he said, I swear a lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, that's my guy. Um, <laughs> no, I think I, I agree with you totally. Um, you know, he's not the sexy hire on paper, but I think when you look at his defenses, first of all, if you look at how he's evolved his defenses, I think that's a huge plus. And then you hear him talk about, right, these are some of the lessons I've learned. These are the things that I've wanted to do if I got another head coaching gig. I think so much of the last four years, and I hate to make comparisons, have been stuck in the past. We want to replicate what we did before. Whereas Dan Quinn has said point blank, this will be different than the past. My last stop was different than the past stop before that. Like, that's what you want in a coach, a coach who's consistently evolving. Um, Will it be great? I don't know. We'll see. Right. But I think he has the right demeanor for what this team needs now. He has the experience. Um, and, and, frankly, this team needs sort of that, that main leader to kind of galvanize the group because it's been, you know, a long what? 25 years, but especially the last couple years. Let's do this. Dive into the leadership aspect because that's what Adam Peters specifically said yeah. he was looking for. Does Dan Quinn bring that? Nikki Jabala is joining us. She will be with us when we return. Caller number 10 right now, however, 800-636-1067. You win two tickets to Joe Bonamassa Saturday, February 24th at the Theater at MGM National Harbor. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.